0: What's new, Emily?
1: Well, do you remember whenever I said
0: Should we introduce you to the audience again? <laughs> like it's been so long since you said this.
1: Hey, I'm Emily. Uh, <laughs> I this does need a tiny, tiny backstory. Yeah, there's a backstory to this. So um I have this like recurring whiplash injury that I deal with, but I'm also a beach body coach. Like I work out, I lead I lead online fitness groups. So I like I love working out. It's a huge part of my life. I had my injury flare up recently, and I I got put on a weight restriction, so I couldn't lift weights. So I started doing this really low-impact dancing workout, which is hilarious. Called Country Heat. I cannot dance to save my life. Anyway, uh, I told the people that if, if we got 10 new reviews, I'd post a video of me dancing.
0: We did not get 10 new reviews. We
1: didn't. We got one, which I'll read to you now. Travis did end up capturing me dancing through a window.
0: Yes, and posting it. And
1: posted it on the interweb. So um I always tell tell you if you're new to the show, make sure you check out Cast and Blast Florida dash the group. It's a Facebook group we have, and it is where the, the all the be- magic happens. It's the best group on Facebook. <laughs> it it's is. It's
0: a great online community.
1: So we have a new review. Uh if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it on the show, no matter what you say. Uh the the Review is from Grouper Trooper Gabs.
0: Grouper Trooper Gabs.
1: Do you know who this is? I do. Who is it?
0: I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) I have a guess as to who this is.
1: Okay. It's called... The review is entitled Yeehaw, and it's for five stars. They say, I don't have an Apple device, so I stole my girlfriend's phone to help assist the group's seeing of Emily's line dance cardio workout. If it's good enough, we will recreate it, but better. (laughs) Now to the meat and potatoes of it. The show is a blessing to all Florida's sportsmen and women from the banter amongst the cast to the deep conversations with great guests. Everyone who spends time in Florida should be required to listen. It'll help them stay woke. Thanks for the review.
0: Yeah. You're not getting a dance video. Although you probably have already seen the dance video that I did post in the group of Emily oh. through the window, getting it, getting jiggy with it. <laughs> um, but that is a fantastic review. We it really is. appreciate. Thank that. you.
1: If you if you listen to us on uh, on your phones, please check out your Apple Podcast app. You can look us up, Cast and Lost Florida Podcast. Scroll down, leave us a review. Um, it really Five helps stars. us with the show.
0: Yeah, it helps people find us. It's 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 the game in podcasting. Yeah,
1: we, yeah, it's all a mystery though. Um, what's new with you, Trav?
0: What's new with me is we are doing something we have not done since the very early days of the podcast.
1: What is that? We are
0: having a guest on the Tuesday show. <laughs> Yay! So uh, we are going to be joined here in just a second by Mr. Eric Orlando. Eric needs no introduction to our audience, but I'll go ahead and say Eric is most known as a wildlife photographer, uh, six Drake's photography. He'll give his handles and stuff here in a minute, but um, Eric is going to join us and we're going to talk turkeys and put a, put a, hopefully a, a happy bow on this turkey season. I will
1: say, let me give his handle up front is six under the number six, underscore Drake's underscore photography on Instagram. If you don't know who he is, take a second before you listen and go find his feed and just look at the past, you know, well, as of the time of this recording, it's in the pretty recent grid of his family and, and some turkeys because it's Turkey season. And, um, it'll help you kind of get some stuff in your mind's eye for the stories you're about to hear, and which are really great.
0: Eric, hold on one second before, before I give you a, what's new. We're going to very quickly make a, make a quick pitch for our buddy Fletcher Hallett, Hallett insurance, 904-315-5812. Almost forgot to pay the bills there. Uh, Fletcher Fletcher Hallett is like the ultimate outdoorsman. Did you see like he he was going on a vacation this week and he was trying to figure out how he could get a, a spear gun? So he could <laughs>
1: No. Yeah. He I'm surprised th- he doesn't have one with all the money he's making off our show. No,
0: come on. Fletcher's a good dude and he's doing a good job and he will write you the best policy he can write you. He will He's
1: an insurance he, person if you, you never yeah. said
0: that. Oh, I didn't? <laughs> no. First time doing an ad. Um, anyway, you can call him, you can text him. He has helped out so many listeners of our show, uh, writing policies for their home, for their auto, for their, for their boats, for their life insurance policies and for their businesses. So
1: Hurricane season's coming, guys. Make sure you're covered. Make sure you have the lowest deductible and the lowest payment.
0: Yeah, and Fletcher can help you get that. And if he can't beat your rates, he'll tell you, hey, I can't beat your rates. You want to talk about duck hunting or, <laughs> or flounder so fishing or whatever because he's such a good guy. So 904-315-5812. You can call or text or send an email to hallet at halletins.com. Emily, how would they know how to spell hallet?
1: Double the L's and double the T's. Hallett for all your insurance needs. Yeah.
0: What's new, Eric Orlando?
2: I don't know. Not a whole lot. Uh, just hunting and uh, doing the whole photography thing, and little league baseball, and karate for my daughter, and that's about it.
0: The, the most interesting man in Florida is what I've nicknamed Eric because he is always doing something with a with a <laughs> camera and or just some kind of adventure.
2: Always, always
0: so we, we we had you on we've been wanting to do this the entire turkey season and your turkey season's over but it's still going in a lot of the rest of the country and i, I think we have one more weekend left up here yeah um, but we want to kind of talk about you having the most interesting or unusual turkey season you've ever had i think
1: epic is the word you're looking for <laughs> okay. most epic turkey season <laughs> i've ever seen
0: um so so let's start off eric like uh, give us a little background how long you've been hunting turkeys
2: Oh, uh, I don't know. I guess, uh, I've been hunting for maybe close to 25 years, seriously hunting for maybe 15. I'd say the first 10 years, I was pretty much just kind of jacking around my, you know, my dad, you know, my dad didn't hunt. So it was kind of, you know, learning from friends and all that stuff. And then I just finally got, you know, serious about it maybe 15 years ago or so.
0: Have you been hunting turkeys all that time?
2: no 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 i've only been hunting turkeys for probably i would say shoot maybe t- 10 years or so when i killed when i killed that smoke phase osceola was the 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 first year that i had uh i had really turkey hunted
0: this is a fun fact eric orlando was the first interview we ever did on the conversation series oh so and he told the story of that so i can put a link to that in the show notes if you want to learn more about eric and all of his adventures so what what made this season different i mean have, have and I, I guess we're going to spoiler alert and say everyone in your family killed a turkey except you
2: yes yes everybody everybody got one except for me this year it's just uh you know i've been trying my daughter is uh so my son well my son is uh seven this year um he likes to hunt more than than my daughter your
0: son your son back. is easton
2: yeah. My son is Easton. Um, he's like I said, he just turned seven. Um, I'd say out of the three between him, my daughter Paisley and my wife, Dana, um, and my daughter Paisley, she's 11. I would say when Paisley was little, she liked to hunt, uh, about as much as Easton did. She would go with me duck hunting and do all that stuff. And I brought her out Turkey hunting and, you know, she tagged along, but she didn't want to shoot a Turkey. Um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, Easton loves to go. Uh, my wife, when we were like dating she she acted like she liked to hunt i think maybe to impress me so you know she 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 would go along and uh no, that was
0: entrapment you,
2: you, oh it was it was it was she would uh, i remember i brought her out to cecil webb to go deer hunting one year and 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 she walked for miles with me during gun season. you know deer hunting and it was, uh, and then, yeah, she, you know, she never really went again. So, um, I was kind of a little disappointed, but, uh, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, yeah. So Easton's probably, he, he probably likes to hunt the most out of all of them. Paisley goes with me a couple times of times a year, a couple times a year duck hunting now. And, uh, and she goes turkey hunting with me every once in a while. Paisley is uh, the
0: one Paisley is your, your kid that is in the I think the best photo you've ever taken, which is her asleep with a just massive pile of ducks. Is that, that's all right, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's Paisley, yep, sleeping in the front of the boat. I think she was, uh, I don't know, I think she was four or five at that time.
0: It's the most adorable picture.
2: Yeah, it was just her. It was just her and I, and uh, we went to uh, one of the STAs, and she wanted to go duck hunt. She got up with me at whatever, you know, three o'clock in the morning, went and got in line because we didn't have a permit, I don't think. We walked on, and uh, her and I hunted with the dog, and, uh, yeah, had a great hunt. She was up for a little bit of it, and then fast asleep <laughs> after that. So and, and
0: unbothered, it looked back.
1: it's so. funny Yeah, to yeah, how, yeah.
2: She she didn't have a clue as to what was happening. So
1: yeah, it's, it's so funny to me how kids are like they're excited to go, but once they get outside in the fresh air, they fall <laughs> right back asleep in the boat. It's so funny.
2: Yup, and their attention span once they get out there too. I mean, they're all they've always been pumped up to go. They always look forward to going, and then we get out there, and I, I think you know they just don't last as long as I think parents would like them to. And and I've always been the type that, you know, if they go hunting with me, I want them to enjoy it. So I don't make them – I make them stay for a little bit of it. Like like I tell them, we're staying until a certain time, you know, because they'll get out there and it'll be first light and 10 minutes after that. Is it time to go yet? Right. No, it's not Can we go to <laughs> Yeah. So, so I, you know, I, I have to give them some kind of time frame. Like we're staying until such and such time and then, you know, but I, I just can't, I can't make them stay out there all day long and, and do that if they're not enjoying themselves. I mean, they do like it, but they can only take so much of it at the same time. So well,
0: I th- I think that's a, that's not really what we want to talk about. We wanted to talk about a dad taking his family hunting and that's exactly what we're talking about. So, so <laughs> the, the the key to that is keeping them interested, right? Like, like, oh, just yeah. making, you, you do it in small enough doses to where they kind of get hooked over time. And, and I think oh, East, yeah. Easton's there, right?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he killed his first buck this year. So that, uh, that kind of lit the fire, um, during the youth hunt down here for general gun. Um, he killed his first buck and, uh, and that just kind of, it, 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 all started from there. You know, he wanted to kill a duck. We brought him out a couple times and it just, it just didn't work. Um, so, you know, fast forward to, um, this hunting season, you know, we had hunted turkey hunted last year, um, with him, he drew a good permit last year and, uh, and we went and scouted, I scouted and found birds. I knew exactly where they were going to be. And, you know, I thought it was a slam dunk and, uh, you know, fast story of last year's hunts, you know, we, we got out there. Um, a buddy of mine went with me. It was just him and I and Easton set up a ground blind, uh, you know, a couple days prior, we were all set, got in there and birds are gobbling on the roost and he, flies down into the little field we're in with his hens and we only had a limited amount of time. Cause my son had a baseball game. It's like, you know, Turkey season and little league baseball's at the same time. And, you know, I'm kind of, you made a commitment to play baseball. You need to be there. And you know, you're, you're part of the, the team. Contest, yeah. And, and, you, and you should be there, you know, maybe if he, you know, rode the pine and he he was an integral part of the team, it wouldn't be as big of a deal, but I mean, he's a good baseball player and the team relies on him so I said you know we can't miss your game buddy so we've got about an hour to get it done in the morning and so we sat there and he he flew down in the field with some jakes and some hens and he was at 55 yards out there strutting and we could not get him to come any closer and it was one of those things that you know we, we we crawled out of the back of the blind you know army crawled out through the grass and didn't spook the bird and I left and went to the baseball game, and then we went back the next morning, got all set up, and this time it was my other buddy and his son, which is 11, and uh, and Easton and I, because and, he just wanted to bring his son you know, to tag along. His son had already killed turkeys before, so um, so they, they were tired. The boys were tired, so we let them sleep on the floor in the blind, and I said, you know, once it gets light enough and birds are gobbling, we'll wake the boys up well of course they didn't gobble that morning there was no nothing happening and so we let the boys sleep on the on the floor in there and you know my buddy and i are just kind of you know BSing and and you know telling stories and next thing i know here's the gobbler he's in the decoys he's beaten up on the jake decoy i'm shaking easton he's sound asleep on the floor <laughs> i have i have no shooting stick set up for him i literally nothing is ready i'm shaking easton he gets up he's all groggy and i'm like he's he's there buddy I'm trying to you know get the get the the shooting stick set up get him a line I can't get my buddy's son up he won't wake up he's like dead to the world on the floor so my son is like trying to stand on his back and like (laughs) straddle him and he's just it it was a nightmare and he he couldn't get on him and the bird you know was there and I mean from the time we saw him till the time he left was maybe less than a minute. And he, he knew something was up. So he, he beat up the decoy for a couple seconds and he's like, wait, something's not right. And he turned around and took off. And my son's like, Easton's like, what, what happened? I'm like, I I just, it it, it hurt me more than it did him. He was, uh, he was bummed, but you know, it is what it is. It made this year that much sweeter. So, you know, we, uh, so fast forward to this year, he draws the same permit, um and the reissues and i'm like what are the odds of that so we go out there i scouted it and i and i found some birds uh um in in pretty much the same spot as they were the year before so i get in there and get a blind set up with my buddy and we get everything all uh, all set up uh, a couple days prior and uh everything's looking good and we, uh, he's roosted and then, you know, open a morning comes for the youth season and he's roosted in the same spot he's been roosting in. So he, instead of flying down to us, which what he was supposed to do, he flew out into the, into a field the opposite direction. So we, and same thing, we had a limited amount of time. My son had a baseball game that day. So we, we had, we could hunt for a couple hours, but I think his game was at 1130. So we had to get out of there at, you know, nine ish. So he, gobbled a couple times on the ground in the field and then never came we slipped over there just to see where he was and um saw some hens and that was it so i changed plans for the next morning we were going to set up in uh in that field that he flew down in so my a, a different buddy and i uh go we set up everything get set up and and you know first thing in the morning he's gobbling and everything and don't you think he flies down where we were set up the day the day prior you just you just described
0: turkey hunting in general
2: uh, (laughs) oh it's it's so it's so frustrating he flies down right in the same spot that we were hunting in the the day prior and um so i'm like great he's not going to come out of this field so i slip out of the blind i go walk out to the road because it's not very far and i go out to the road and there he is strutting in the road like hundred yards down
0: oh my gosh
2: so Nothing we could really do, you know, being, an, you know, adults, probably, I, I probably could have killed them myself, you know, slipped down there, but trying to take a seven year old and do it is, uh, you know, n- next to impossible. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just not big into fanning turkeys. Like I don't. Yeah. I, I I don't know it just goes against something i mean yeah. people that have done it say it's the best thing ever and they love it uh, um i don't know there was a good post on instagram the other day i shared on there some guy had uh had broke it all down and it, it like completely made sense to me and you know about why it shouldn't be allowed and so you know we didn't do that and we went back that afternoon and figured maybe we'd catch him slipping back into the roost and uh didn't happen either so he was a little bit bummed out and uh, especially because he knew his uh his mom had a permit for a place that I've hunted I don't know since I first started turkey hunting it's just a little a little hidden gem down here not a whole lot of people know about it and uh it's just I mean I've killed I've killed a lot of turkeys in there and uh you know people i brought in there have killed turkeys it's just a good spot it's just got a lot of birds in it so how, how did my, you, my, i want
0: to ask you something how did you handle his disappointment like because uh, he um, really wanted to kill a turkey and didn't
2: he did and the thing was is that that was the, that was the one thing that he wanted to kill out of deer ducks and turkeys you know he shot his first buck and he was like he was excited but it was more like when is it going to be turkey season i want to kill a turkey and so he was bummed out and i just told him i'm like buddy i'll I'll find a way for you to get a turkey. I'll, I'll, I'm going to get you a turkey this year. I promise. I'll figure out somewhere. Well, you know that makes me a,
1: get choked up.
2: <laughs> we've got orange groves that I deer hunt, but I, I feel that the grove manager is a big time turkey hunter. So, and there's a bunch of other people that hit him up to turkey hunt it. So I never. And plus, the, my my best friend that I always hunt with that got me the invite out to the grove. Um, he doesn't even ask to turkey hunt out there. His son's killed one turkey out there and he's never killed a turkey out there or turkey hunted it. So I just feel weird. I mean, I always could have later on in the season, maybe went that route, you know, and asked my buddy if he, you know, Hey, do you mind if I ask? but, um, but I didn't have to do that. So it ended up working out. Cause at this point I had my wife's permit and my daughter had, hunt for the same place as well and the
0: the same place as your wife or the same place as your son
2: no 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 the same my wife and daughter had the same permit which were different they were different dates but they were the same uh the same place that i've always killed a bunch of turkeys different than the youth hunt my son had so so um so so I went out there and scouted, and you know I know where the birds hang out out there, and I just you know have hunted it enough, but I went and checked it out anyway. Um, I found some birds, took some pictures of them before season, uh, posted some of them on uh, made my all, social media.
0: Yeah, made all of us angry before the season <laughs> posting these big old gobblers.
2: I, I I love taking pictures of turkeys. I just I don't know. I don't I don't have a bunch of good pictures of turkeys. I just by the time season comes around, I just don't have enough time to turkey hunt and go take pictures and baseball everything else so it's just a it's a hard time of the year to do all that but i managed to get out there and and find some birds so um so my son was you know jealous that my wife is getting to go and my you know and then and then my daughter gets her chance because originally my daughter said she wasn't even gonna shoot this year she's like she got scared for whatever reason to shoot the gun a couple years ago and she she really hasn't she hasn't shot the gun and or a shotgun three years probably and i don't and i don't know what scared her but she was terrified to shoot it Mm -hmm. terrified she wouldn't even shoot a bb gun she was so scared of it and i did did you work her back through that or did she just yeah yeah i did and she and and you know i did i did have to um so i had to bribe both kids to shoot the gun because when my son my daughter wouldn't shoot it then my son started getting nervous and he's like i'm not can i shoot it with that rifle that i shot the the deer with because that didn't kick i go buddy, the rifle and the shotgun kick the same. I promise you. I've shot both of them. I know. And I said, you can't shoot a turkey. You can't shoot a turkey with rifles. You can't, it's not, <laughs> it's not allowed. Run it. You can't do it. So he's like, I, I'm not going to shoot it. So then, you know, a few days before the youth hunt, he starts getting all freaked out and doesn't want to shoot. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I, I I bribed them and I got them both iPads. It sounds bad, but I'm like, if you shoot.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Can I be your kid? Yeah.
2: Are you a doctor? I'm like, I'm like, well, I I was desperate. I was like, (laughs) I I can't even return these permits now because it's too late. And I'm like, if, if you guys shoot shotgun, I'll, i'll get you an ipad they're like okay oh my for god real? so they're both Can't, are like they're hold the on whole t- we they're- cannot
1: skate past this because i was like <laughs> he bribed him i was like oh he's gonna give him 10 bucks donuts yeah donuts donuts. he's like i got him ipads <laughs>
2: i i i had to do something i had to I had to go it was like awesome. go big or go home so apparently yeah um, well it worked So yeah they do. their eyes lit up and they're like okay we'll do it so so they went out and uh my, my son got a little bit scared at first and my daughter's like, I'll do it. She gets right up. And, um, you know, I got the 20 gauge just with like some low brass sevens or something in there, you know, no turkey loads or anything. I bring it in her backyard cause we live, in, you know, where I shoot in the yard. So we go out there and, and, uh, get the little, you know, the soda can I shake it all up. So they shoot it, it explodes. And I set it up and <laughs> she gets a little nervous and then boom, she shoots it. she's like, that wasn't bad at all i'm like i told you it wasn't bad and then so she's all excited now i want to shoot it again i I said all right we'll shoot more so her brother comes up and same thing doesn't hesitate boom he shoots his when are we getting our ipads i go i'll i'll get (laughs) where 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 are they at i'm like i don't have them yet i'll get them i promise okay
0: easton's gonna be (laughs) easton has a future i can tell that already (laughs)
2: So, so they shot some more and uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're all good. So they shoot. And so fast forward after all that stuff, you know, the the youth and, you know, the youth hunt, all that. And then my wife's hunt. So I have scouted those birds and, you know, we, uh, so I, I go out there open and morning with my wife and you, you, mind you, she, she, she doesn't, she's not even excited at all. She doesn't want to go. She like, she's not, I don't know. she, she's just not pumped up about it. Like I am like, I'm super excited. She's like, I don't really want to go. I'm going to be so bored. What am I going to do? I go, I don't know. You like to read, bring a book and sit there and read. (laughs) Uh, You must not have played her
1: any Taylor Swift while you were driving out there.
2: (laughs) I'm like, you should have. I'm like, you, you like, I, you, you like the outdoors. You like nature. You like hiking. And you like to read. I go so get away from the kids. We can go out and you can read while we sit there. And, and so, you know, she, she's not excited about it. And, uh, and I am, and it, you know, it's kind of, she got excited when she, I brought her out to, you know, Dylan Fogelman's place. She killed an access deer out there and, right. you know, and, and she, she liked that. But I think she liked that because she knew if she shot it, she was going to get a purse made out of the skin, so I think you know it's like
0: <laughs> everybody in your family is is on an economy of hunting.
2: They, they, yeah, it's like they they me out of all this money, and it was, it was yeah, it's like I, well, I got a purse out of that, so it was exciting. What am I going to get out of my turkey? Like I don't know, a couple meals. So <laughs> that that wasn't uh, that wasn't super exciting. But anyway, we you know I got her out there. We had to get up early, and you know we got there, and uh, there was already there was some. Lady, there was the check station person wasn't there. It was weird, and there was some lady sitting in a van. And I go over and I talk to her, and she's like, "Oh, my husband and my kids," and she was older, older than I am anyway, uh, are out there, they're they're hunting. And I'm like, "Oh, great, somebody beat me out." To see so she tells me where they're hunting at. I'm like, oh, "Okay, that's not even in the direction that I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be at." I'm like, oh, "We're good." So I'm talking to her for a second, and all of a sudden she's like are you Eric Orlando? And I'm like, said, you, she's like, I think we're friends on Facebook. I, I, I follow your pictures and stuff. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, all right. I said, so, so anyway, she tells me where they're at and we slip out there. I tell my wife, it'll be fine. We go walk. It was like, I don't know, maybe a little over a mile walk in and we get to where I normally hunt at. And I told her that we I, I thought we were going to keep going to where I had scouted and found the birds, even though I normally like to hunt that spot. And so we're wa- we're walking down, and as we're as we're walking down in there, you can hear this like l- low, like growl, like like a, I, And I couldn't figure out what it was. It was just really low, just and had no clue what uh, what was making that sound. And uh, so we uh, we keep going, walk. I don't know, maybe. And I'm you know I'm thinking in my mind. I'm like, is that like a panther growling? Is it a is it, is it a bear a bear is it is it a, is it a bull because there's cows out there is it a gate like a gator like I can't figure out what it is but it's just this really just low deep growl so we walk a little farther and then all of a sudden I hear you know and I'm like what the heck is that and I look over and about where I've killed turkeys out in the past this guy pops up out of the palmettos and he's like hey I'm like so I walk over to him and and uh I I said, Hey, he goes, we're hunting right here. I said, it's fine. I said, I'm going to whisper to him. I said, you know, we're going to, we're going to keep heading down away from here. And so I said, is that your mom sitting? It was like, the guy was like, like maybe in his thirties. It was one of her sons. He's like, we're hunting with my dad. We've got a decoy out here. So I said, I said, you're fine. I said, I'm going to go that way. Probably another, you know, third of a mile. I said, we're not even going to be close to you. And I said, I won't, if I hear birds gobbling this way, I'm not going to try to ease on your birds down this way i said i'll stay away from you down here and i said just do me a favor i'm going to be that way you know you know show show me the same
0: show me the same respect
2: yeah exactly so he was good with it so so my wife and i keep slipping down and we uh we get to the spot where you know where I, i had taken pictures of the birds at and uh get all set up and we've got i don't know maybe 35 minutes until till uh 35 40 minutes until first light so cutting it a little bit close but i figured i will be all right so we get in there and i get everything all set up and we're waiting on first light and the growling is just now it's louder and you can hear it my wife you know i didn't want to say anything to my wife when we were walking in like hey do you hear that that weird noise (laughs) because i didn't want to scare the shit out of her but (laughs) she she's like she looks at me she's like what is that noise i'm like I don't know I, I think it's just a. I think it's a bull babe it's just a bull don't worry about it so I, I just tell her it's a cow you know you don't worry about it it's fine um so later to find out it, it I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a bull gator that was in there in some cypress little oh you know and you but yeah. it wasn't close to us it just it sounded closer i mean
0: because it rumbles uh, and it like fills because it's such a low oh yeah frequency. yeah you can, it it like, just it
2: yeah echoed through the woods. I mean, you could just hear it from a long ways away. I was really surprised at how far you could hear it. So, you know, we get all set up and like it's getting light out and uh uh I hit the owl call who nothing, nothing's gobbling I'm like, ah. finally one fires off and it's I don't know, 400 yards away. It's not windy or anything. It's real real still out. And hear a couple birds gobble off in the distance and nothing close i don't know where the birds are that are close to us you know then you get to as a turkey hunter you get to that dreaded decision it's like do you go to the birds that are gobbling or do you hope that the birds that you scouted and thought they were there are just close and they're just don't want to gobble because they're being turkeys so we uh so i'm telling her i said "Ah, that's just let's wait a couple you know so i call on my trumpet no nothing nothing calls back i'm like mm, i'm like maybe we should move so we wait like five minutes i said all right let's um so let's move um i said let me call one more time so i pull out a glass call and i hit the glass call and bam bird fires off like 150 yards from us on the ground and i'm like but oh, we're not going anywhere so we <laughs> so I look at her I, yeah i look at her i'm like i'm like he, he's on the ground and. He cut me off. He's he's coming. So I said, uh so I wait, you know, a couple minutes maybe, and hit the call again. Bam! He gobbles again, like half the distance. Now he's like seventy-five yards. So I tell her, you know, get the get the gun up on your knee. You know, click the safety off, so you don't have to do any of that stuff when he pops out. And he's and you're you'll be fine. So she gets it up on her knee and she's she's all ready and. Um, and now I'm starting to like, I'm starting to breathe hard. Like it just, it's, it's getting to me. I'm, I know he's coming. My breathing is getting heavy. She, she looks at me and she's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like it's, he's, I'm like, he's coming. She's like, stop. I, I She's not, it doesn't affect her at all. She's just like normal day. And I'm, I'm, I'm short of breath and breathing hard, you know, getting anxious. And, uh, it, it was just, it was crazy. And, uh, so, uh, you know, another couple minutes go by and I hit the call again and he gobbles at like 20 yards, but we can't see him. He's coming in from behind us into our left and there's some trees and bushes right there. And he gobbles and it's like one of those gobbles. that's so close, you know, it makes the hair on your, your neck stand
0: yes. up. Yes.
2: it. he's, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can feel it in the ground. It's just right. I mean, he's right there. So I'm like, you know, now I'm like, God, he is, he, he's done. He's coming out. And, and you know, so I whisper to her, I'm like, I'm like, you know, and like, don't move, you know, don't move. He, he's right here, and and you know, I told her before, like, if you know, before that, when he pops out, he's gonna come out right to our left. I said, don't turn your head and look at him when he comes out because you're gonna spook him. So she she knew. So he he pops out and he pops out at like seven yards. Oh my god! And uh, and and he hits full strut and then. I don't normally like hunting with, uh, with decoys, especially like on public land. But sometimes when you hunt with, you know, new people that have never turkey hunted before or kids or, you know, I, I always worry about getting shot out there by some idiot that's going to shoot your decoy. But I try to set up if I do have kids or, you know, on public land, I do have to have decoys, like to set them up where I could see if somebody was come, you know, Right. I don't have a, bu- I don't have some bushes in front of me at like 50 yards that some dude could sneak up behind the bushes and, and shoot in between in my direction, you know? So, right. so I set him up for her and, uh, he hits full strut and he sees the decoys and he makes a beeline straight over to him and he's starts kicking the decoy and he's jumping on it. And, and I'm like, and he stops and I'm like, shoot him shoot him and she's like not shooting him and she's shaking and i'm just like shoot him shoot him and then finally he pops his head up and boom she shoots and the gun falls off her knee like i (laughs) i don't know if she was just so used to shooting the low brass that you know when i put in a three and it was 20 gauge so it's not like a shoot the 12 gauge or anything but you know, a three inch, you know, turkey load still kicks. And, uh, so I don't know if she was just not ready for it, but, uh, yeah, it fell off her knees. She wasn't holding the gun tight, but she killed the bird and, uh, I jumped up and I was hooting and hollering and she was kind of like, well, that was kind of neat. Like it wasn't a huge, super, <laughs> it wasn't a huge, super big deal. Like I was hoping that it would spark, you know, some kind of fire in her and she would, uh, she'd be, uh, you know, my, my, my turkey hunting partner for, uh, for the rest of my life, but I don't think that's going to happen. She well, might go.
0: You, you say that, but next season, let's see how that plays out when, when, uh, permit awards come around.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. I mean, she used up all her points, so it'll be a couple of years unless we get, uh, get lucky and pick up something in the reissues. But, uh, um, but she had a good time. She shot it. I got some good pictures of her. It wasn't a super giant bird. It was, it was a decent bird though. I mean, he had, uh, inch spurs like a nine inch beard and i think it weighed like close to 17 and three quarter pounds is i think what it yeah weighed, which, uh, if what you're what out of state
0: weight. the osceolas are always a smaller yeah, weight than yeah.
2: The Easterns. yeah so so, so it was so dana's,
0: dana's got her go ahead em.
1: i yeah. i loved the pictures of dana on your instagram feed which oh thanks his handle is yeah, six strikes photography if anybody wants to six go
0: underscore underscore yeah drakes.
1: um mostly i i literally made a note about this the the blue crocs <laughs> yes oh my god she's just she, so, so technically she
2: did technically she did not hunt in those like I, I didn't want to uh i didn't want to burst everybody's bubble because everybody like when i posted on facebook that's what everybody noticed was the blue crocs and they thought it was the greatest thing ever and i didn't have the heart to tell everybody that she did not wear those in the woods Dang but it. uh i know i know i know it was i was bad. gonna and,
1: say to travis i'll go turkey hunting if i can wear crocs oh my
2: gosh <laughs> well they do have camo crocs i mean i wear them all the time so <laughs> But you could, you could wear the blue Crocs out there and just put something over top of them. Yeah. Because um, I, I think she did have some – she had some Nikes on or something that were a little bit uh, – Better for uh, hiking. Ha- e- e- well, no. I think they were just some ru- some running shoes. They had like some some pink or blue in them. We had to take the, the camo bag and stick it over her shoes. So uh, <laughs> so you couldn't see anything. But And same, and, and, and same with that day. The kids had spent the night at my parents' house. And my son had a baseball game in Ponte Gorda that uh that morning uh i think his game was at 10 30 and i so we had to be out of the woods early and i mean she literally shot the bird 20 minutes after you know legal shooting time and we we came home i took those pictures in my front yard like as fast as i could but, you know, clean the bird and uh, we skedaddled up to Gordo. to the baseball game because uh, the head coach had uh, had COVID at the time and he couldn't be there. And I'm one of the assistant coaches. So I had to hurry up and uh, hightail it up there for the baseball game. So it's just like everything's Wow. It was. Yeah, it's just rushed. But we, we got it done. So that was cool. So, that- so
0: how did Easton feel with his mom killing a turkey before him?
2: Oh, he, oh, he was, oh, he was pissed. He, uh, I, you know, he's, he was at my parents' house for a sleepover. So, you know, obviously we text the pictures to, uh, to my, to my parents. I text them over there. And, uh, I, I think his response to, uh, to my, to my mom, when my mom showed him the pictures like Easton, look at the, look at the turkey, your mom, your mom killed. And he was like, that's dumb. So he was, uh, he, he was pretty salty about it. He, uh, he, he didn't. He didn't think it was cool. So I think he was jealous, um, but you know, and then the, and then the jealousy even got worse, you know, when his sister went, you know, yeah. Was, so
0: tell us about he, that. When was Paisley's yeah, permit?
2: He, yeah. He wanted to go. And you, you know, at first um, because it was, it was a regular season permit. So, I mean, it wasn't a youth permit. So she, he could have been her guest if, if, uh, if she wasn't going to shoot. And they had kind of talked about that before season. She was like, well, you could be my guest and, and, you know, shoot the bird and, it didn't work out that way because she changed her mind obviously which was fine with me because you know i've always wanted her um to shoot a turkey or duck hunt or deer hunt and she she's never really showed any interest after she got scared of the gun so it was nice to see her want to shoot the turkey so um he was he was mad because we got to take the day off from school and go hunt so you know we took the day off and uh we went back to the same exact spot that my wife killed her bird and, uh, my daughter's a trooper. She walked in, you know, mile and a third with me. And, um, you know, she's short and petite, like my wife. So she's got little legs and she had to keep up with me. And, uh, she, she had a blast though. She, you know, we talked about it on the way out there, you know, all the different scenarios on, you know, what to do and when to shoot Turkey, when not to shoot them, um, all that stuff. And so she was, she was all prepared. She shot the gun before season. And she was, uh, she was good to go. So we, uh, you know, we got there and there was, uh, nobody there again at the, the nobody parked there, nobody in there hunting. So it was, it was awesome. We were the first ones there and same thing. We were cutting it a little bit close. Cause you know, I don't, I don't want to get in there super early and, make my wife or her sit forever and um and just uh y- you know the board sitting in there so we right. so so we slip in and get all set up we set up in the same exact spot my wife and i set up in and uh it's getting to be about that gobble time and uh nothing's gobble going 30. on yeah yeah but the, in the whole way and we heard that the, the same bull gator was in there you know with his deep growl, And, you know, I told my daughter, I'm like, it's just, it's an alligator. She thought it was the coolest thing. And then, you know, (laughs) here in the woods, wake up all that stuff. I mean, she loved it. And, um, so, uh, hit the owl call and, uh, man, they, they, gobble at like 70 yards from us. I mean, we walked, we literally walked 20 yards from walking in and, uh, you know, I told her when we got close, we needed to be super quiet, you know, watch our step and, all that stuff and no lights, no nothing. And she was, she was a trooper and we, uh, we slipped in there and they had no clue we were in there. So he, they, he gobbled and then there was another bird with him, And so the both birds were gobbling and, uh, I saw him in the pine tree. Um, I saw the one, my daughter says she saw the other one. I never, I never saw him up in the roost, but she, she swears she saw him. So maybe she did. She didn't even have binoculars. So I don't know how it's possible, but maybe she has eagle eyes or something, but, so so i started calling to them you know when it's time and uh the first bird fly you know when i knew that they were so close right there you know we got all ready i had her so i basically i had a gobbler lounger um that i sit in and then i had her sit right in front of me in the gobbler lounger so basically we shared the same seat um and she sat on that little part right in front of me between my legs and uh and I rested the gun on my knee and uh she was she was all set and we we were all ready and she you know called a couple times they cut me off they were gobbling quite a bit and finally they decided to fly down the first bird flies down right in the field and like basically in between the roost and where i had the decoy set up at and uh flies in right there and she's uh She's getting, she's getting nervous now. Not like my, not like my wife, my wife didn't, but she did. She's breathing hard and getting getting excited. I mean, she knew it was going to happen and, and I, you know, she saw the first bird fly down and then I I go, the other one's going to fly down next. And He flew down right with the other gobbler and, you know, we never heard any hens in the tree. So I knew it was, it was pretty, you know, it's good. So she, they start slow. They're making their way to us and I tell her, I'm like, baby you're, you're gonna you're gonna get a shot at one of these and you know they're at like maybe 45 yards now 50 yards and and she's like daddy i can't do it i go oh no I go, yeah yeah she's like daddy i can't do it i go no baby you can you got this she's like okay okay and she's breathing hard and so first bird comes into full strut and uh and he's heading towards the decoys and she's, I could tell she is already on the second bird. So I really wanted her to shoot the strutter, but I didn't want, at this point I just wanted her to kill a turkey, right. you know what I mean?
0: Right, you were going to take what you could get.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, beggars can't be choosers, and I'd rather her kill the smaller bird than, uh, than not kill one at all. So um, when I saw she was, I wanted her to shoot the strutter, and I was going to, I was like, nah, let's just, she's already on the other one, I'm like, you want him? And she's like, yeah, and uh, so I, I said, uh, I said, shoot him and I, nothing shoot him nothing shoot him shoot him shoot him nothing <laughs> I, I must have said it 20 times and then finally like she just pulls the trigger boom and she just it was the, the emotion that came over i was like it was crazy like you as a father i've always dreamt about my kids killing you know hunting and killing their first whatever and uh it was awesome i mean she was uh she was in tears she was you know so excited and you know we ran out there and she was just she was so happy she was so excited um and the other bird you know because both birds are there she shoots the one and and it's flopping. And the other bird goes like five yards and he just stands there and he looks at us and she's like, why isn't he leaving? I'm like, I don't know. He better, he's just lucky that we can't kill two birds. So we, uh, <laughs> so we, you know, stand up and he still stands there. We had to walk out there. And as soon we got almost out to the bird before he finally just kind of meandered off, but he was in no big rush. And she was just, um, uh, she was on cloud nine. She was so excited. And, uh, we called my wife and, uh, she called she called my wife and, you know, I killed my Turkey. And I mean, it was literally you know, five minutes after fly down. Not even that. I mean, it was just, it, uh, it was just crazy. So
0: it went, it went she, exactly like you would want it to go. Oh it, was,
2: oh, it was like, it was completely textbook. It was just, you know, and, and that's the thing about that place. And most of my Turkey hunts, I just, I, I know a lot of people kill birds later on in the morning or late in the day or in the afternoon, but man i just something about hunting first thing in the morning and hearing the birds gobble and uh and and going crazy and i just i don't know i, I get bored i guess after a few hours uh but i mean most of my i'd say 95 percent of my birds i've killed within the first hour of you know of the morning so it was just it was it was perfect and uh so same thing my wife shows my my son Easton, i was gonna say uh, yeah
0: uh, what was Easter's reaction to this
2: <laughs> oh he's super pissed now but <laughs> But mind you though, he knew that we had, uh, we had gotten lucky in the reissues and we drew a reissued permit for, um, a place, um, not near, uh, not near, yeah, not near me. So we had drew a place, but we had never, we had never been there before. And, uh, so he knew that we had that permit for up there and that he was going to be able to hunt again. So he was mad that she killed one and, and disappointed and probably, you know, a little bit upset that he had, uh, or that she had killed one, but he knew that, that him and I were going to spend some time together that weekend and go hunt for the, you know, the North zone. Uh, do, you think,
0: do you think like to me, that adversity is really good. Like the, the fact that he, he is like, like, like to me, that kind of whets his appetite. And, oh yeah. And, it definitely does. It, it it's sweeter. If, when he gets the payoff.
2: Yeah, it definitely does. It definitely does. He, uh, It was, uh, it was good for him, I think, because, you know, the deer hunt, I mean, we hunted hard deer hunting too. Um, but, and he killed it on the, you know, his buck on the second day. And, um, so it was good for him. I mean, you know, he was jealous and, you know, I, I don't necessarily like that, that he was, you know, jealous and not necessarily happy for his mom and his sister, but, I mean, I guess I can understand it as a seven-year-old boy. That's all you wanted to do. And then your, your mom and your sister both get it done before you. And we hunted hard the youth weekend, the prior, uh, you know, the weekend prior. Yeah, that's, so he put that's in a lot of time.
0: Right? That, that's a parenting moment for you. Yeah. You yeah.
2: Explain to him that, you know, it's just, that's the way it goes. It doesn't always happen. And I mean, same with the week, the year before, I mean, we hunted hard and, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen then either. And, uh. You know, it is what it is. But he was pumped up about his permit. And, you know, I went in, I don't want to say I went in completely blind. Uh, a buddy of mine had hunted that place, uh, I don't know, maybe three or four years prior. And his son had killed a nice bird there. And uh, so I got a hold of him and uh, he told me some spots. And then I got a hold of another buddy that uh, knows a lot about turkey hunting. He had never hunted there, but he had scouted it. And uh, he told me basically to go to the same spot that my buddy had told me. So I'm like, well, all right, that's good. And being, you know, close to four hours from me, it was one of those things that, you know, well, I couldn't exactly get up there and scout. I mean, I could, but I, you know, being a school teacher and baseball and kids, it's, you know, driving four hours one way plus to go scout and then drive back is wasn't exactly an option. So, so we, uh, so I told my son, I said, we'll go up there. Um, you know and i couldn't i didn't want to take off a half day of work and i couldn't leave if i left at you know right when i got out of work and went straight up there i still wouldn't have been up there in time to roost a bird the night before so we were kind of we were kind of just you know didn't really have much of a a choice to um you were going in
0: blind i mean yeah as, as blind as you can just about
2: yeah yeah so we uh so we uh we went up there and we i'm trying to think of what time we left i think we left out of uh out of my house at like one in the morning so i woke him up at like at like one in the morning i had a truck all packed and had all his you know blankets and pillows and stuff in the back and he he just he slept on the way up there and um uh we got up there and there was a truck parked pretty close to where we were going to go in at and so I started to wonder where they were part, you know, if they were hunting the same spot we were. And, you know, it's hard when you turkey hunt because if there's people in your general area, I mean, for all basic purposes, unless you walk right by where somebody else is set up at. You don't I mean, know. You, easy, you, you easily could be set up 100 yards from somebody and never know it if you don't go in with a flashlight on, which most people don't. I mean, I don't go in with a flashlight. Right. So it was uh, so I didn't know where these, you know, the other people were. So it's kind of a little bit. like I don't know so we we went in and uh and got set up and got back to the spot and man we were sitting there and you know I'm trying to look on the way in there was a little bit of a moon and I'm trying to look and see if I see tracks it's too dark or anything so you know get there and we we get set up in a spot where I think I'm like this looks like a pretty good spot so it starts getting light out a little bit light and uh I'm starting to look around and like man, we are not in a good spot. We're like, we're, st- we're we're kind of sitting out in the open a little bit. I thought we had a little more cover. So I tell him, I said, man, we got to scoot back about 15 yards. And I already had the decoys out at like 20 yards. So we scoot back up underneath this big live oak and get, you know, nestled in and I put the little netting camo netting up in front of us. And, you know, I get the gun up and he's like, I can, you know, I'm good. And, you know, I can see. I said, all right. So hit the owl call and then like, three or four birds hammer off to the left another bird hammers off to, i mean there's just birds gobbling everywhere now i'm like uh, I'm like this is gonna be good so they they were i don't know 150 yards 200 yards away the group of like four that were off to our left and so i start calling you know get out the trumpet and and the, the cool part about the trumpet is um so the this guy named frank cox he makes incredible trumpets and uh i talked to him and I had to make a trumpet for me for my son. Um, that's I don't I don't want to say it's his because it's really like I don't want to give it to him because I like it so. <laughs> I, so, but I had a but it, I mean I, it'll be his one day. I mean it'll right. they'll, they'll, they'll all end up being his one day the, the fifty plus that I have now. So he made this one for Easton and it's you know African blackwood and it's 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 a beautiful call. And uh, so I told them you know even when we hunted during the youth hunt we used that call and that call only and I, same thing with up there. I said, you know, we're only going to use this call that Frank made for you. And he's like, okay. So he was excited about it. And, uh, man, we just, uh, I started calling on it and they were just, they were just going crazy. They were cutting me off gobbling. It was just, it was, it was good. And, uh, they start slowly making their way to us because I thought we were going to have to make a move. And I really didn't want to, um, being with, you know, young kid, it's kind of hard to change positions, you know, early in the morning or any of that stuff. Um, so I, uh, so we sat there and they were getting closer and getting closer. And then one came was coming in from behind us and, uh, and he starts getting gobbling closer, but he seemed like he split off. Thought they were going to come right in front of us. Oh, well, let let me back up just a little bit because right before that, I hadn't heard any hens and I'm listening to the gobblers and trying to listen, like look out of the corner of my eye and see if one's peeking in from, you know, creeping in from the left. And Easton's like, dad, there's a turkey. And I'm like, what the, what, where I look up and there's a hen in the decoys. And she's walking from right to left, heading towards the gobblers. The gobblers are to our left and she's, like heading to them, they're goblins. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go meet up with you guys." So that's she's walked and no. So I'm like, "He's like, he's like, can I kill?" her I'm like, "No, you can't. You can't kill hens. Only goblers buddy." And he's like, "Okay." And I'm like, "Well," sh-. and then I start thinking. I'm like, "Man, if she gets to them, they're not gonna come to me yeah, now. They home. think that's." I'm like, stuck. "So I stick my hands up in the air and I start waving them." And she stops and she she's like right in front of us now. She stops and she looks at me and I wave my hands some more and she turns and runs to the right and then gets up and flies across the open field, completely the opposite direction. The
0: Which gobbler. is exactly what you wanted.
2: Yeah. So I'm like, score. I'm like, we're good. So, so she's gone now. She's not an issue. So, you know, I think they're going to walk right in front of us. And then one must've, bro- must've broke off from them and slipped in from behind us. Cause he gobbled behind us at like 40 yards, but you know, you can't turn around and look at him or, you know, or see where he's at. So I just tell him to sit still. So we're sitting still and, then he gobbles again and you can tell he's coming down this little road that's to our right or a little trail and he hits that trail and man, he comes out he is just he's all puffed up full strut and he sees the, you know the, the jake decoy in the head and he is just like he's fired up he runs over and he jumps on the decoy and he's kicking the decoy and jumping on it and just going to town and he's just not sitting still, you know, he's not, you know, when they're beating up the decoy, he's all over the place. And, you know, so I'm trying to, he stops for a second and I'm like, shoot him. Easton! shoot him. And he's like, "He's like, I can't, I'm like, buddy, shoot him. You just put the red dot right there on where the feathers meet the the skin on his head. And I said, shoot him. He's like, I can't he stay still. I'm like, just wait. So he's jumping around. And I the same thing. I must've said it 20 times. Yeah. Luckily he, you know, he was pretty uh he didn't know what the decoy was. And he was like, just keeps just hanging out. And finally he stops for a second. I'm like, shoot him, shoot him. Boom. He shoots him and rolls him. And I am just like jump up and I'm, I'm on cloud nine again. It's just like, same thing as with my daughter. And I, he shows no emotion though. Like he is, (laughs) he's not like jumping up and down and, and super pumped up and excited and whatever else. He just is, I, I don't know. I, he, he's weird, though, like that. He doesn't show a whole lot of emotion. I and mean, even when he plays baseball, I mean, you know, he gets a big hit or gets a good catch. And, you, oh, buddy, awesome job. And, you know, he just kind of he's just so serious. So he was he was serious. And we, you know, we walk over to it, you know, put the gun down. We run over and and uh, and check and check him out. And uh, and I pick him up and dude, he's just got he's got like inch and a quarter spurs, which like. I, I, I see more and more people posting pictures of birds with inch and a half. I've never killed a bird with inch and a half birds. Biggest I have is inch and a quarter. And I'm like, buddy, this is, and I look at his beard and he's just got a giant beard on him too. I'm like, buddy, I can't believe And it's he, just big bird. I mean, he was heavy and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, man, you gotta be kidding me. And, uh, so he's excited now. And I call, uh, you want to call mom? So he calls, um, uh, you know, his mom and tells her he's all excited now. So he was excited. And, uh, and happy. So I asked him, you know, I said, do you want to, because we could kill two birds, you know, um, one each day. I said, do you want to, I said, do you want to kill another bird tomorrow? He says, yeah. So we, uh, so we stayed up there and did the same thing, went back to the same exact spot. And it was pretty much, it's pretty much textbook. I mean, minus the hen coming in, you know, it's pretty much the same thing that happened the second day. And, and he killed another one. And it was uh, same thing. I mean, giant bird, inch and a quarter spurs. Uh, I think this one weighed a little bit more than the other one. I f- I forget what they weighed because one of them was just shy of 20 pounds and the other one was like 23 pounds. But these are Eastern so right or high or hybrids, maybe right. I don't know. But uh, so I mean, he went and killed two turkeys and and two I and mean, it was just it was crazy. He was excited and you know the first thing he always asked me like when he shot his buck, he was like, "Can I get it mounted?" That's I I think just because I have. I don't have a ton of taxidermy, but I, I probably have most, more than most normal people, most normal hunters do. Um, so he sees all my mounts, you know, I have a handful of bucks and, you know, my Turkey and some ducks and a Bobcat, and you know, and hogs. And so he, he sees all that. So I got his buck mounted for him and, uh, he wanted, uh, so he's like, and I told him if he killed a Turkey, as long as it wasn't a Jake, I would get it mounted for him. And, uh, so when he shot the first one, can I get that one mounted? I go, absolutely. So I'm like, so we got him. Uh, so uh, I said, sure. Then he kills the second one. He's like, well, can I get them both mounted? I'm like, buddy, you're killing me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, it's expensive to get them mounted. I mean, like the guy that I use, I mean, it, it comparative, you know, to, to other taxidermists, I mean, he's about average with, but he's, I'd say he's hands down the best Turkey taxidermist and That's I mean, John, he's one of yeah, John beard. He's just awesome. I mean, um, you know, you know, Michael Mazel at uh, Blackwing black taxidermy, he does an awesome job too for, um, he's probably the only person in Florida that I yeah, would agreed, use to mount agreed. turkeys. And, uh, but it was one of those things that man, he, he mounted my smoke phase bird for me. John did. So, um, I, uh, so we, we come home and I, talk to my wife and, you know, we're on spring break the whole next week. So we had no plans for spring break. And my parents have, uh, friends that have a cabin up in Tennessee, which is a couple hours from John's place. So, you know, I'm on my way back from this hunt and my wheels are turning, like, how can I get these birds to, to John? So I'm like, Hey babe, do you want to go to, uh, to Tennessee for a few days? (laughs) She's like, uh, "Uh, sure. She's like, you're getting them both mounted. I'm like, I I think so <laughs> so, <laughs> so so we uh so we drove up to John's place and uh dropped off both birds to him I'm like you know I, I it's a lot of money but yeah, I I don't know I kind of look at it as like I mean, he'll look at those birds forever and 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 always remember it and until he uh till he's grown I get to look at him and remember it forever too so and I told my daughter the same thing I told her I would mount her first bird but uh you know, her bird was, her bird was tiny. It was, uh, it was like the smallest Osceola I've ever, uh, I've ever seen. It weighed, uh, 13 pounds Oh my gosh. and yeah, he had in spurs on him, though, So he was a grown bird in spurs and he had like a nine inch beard. She blew to smithereens cause she shot him low. And I picked up pieces of his beard all over the ground with the feathers and everything else. Um, she just annihilated his beard so I told her i said do you want to do you want to get him mounted i said I, you know you could use mom's beard from her turkey because she doesn't care about it you know i mean i kept it just to put with my other beards but i said we could always have him put that beard on there it's the same basically the same size and she was like i don't know i said he's it's it's your first bird i said but if you want to wait for something bigger she goes no i want to wait for one with big spurs i said Trophy mm-hmm. hunter yeah. Yeah. Like her dad, I guess. So <laughs> I, I'm all about them spurs too. So, uh, so I said, uh, I said, that's fine. I said, you kill a bird with good spurs. So then she was bummed out. Like why is used get two turkeys mounted? And I don't get any, oh, and I'm man. like, Oh, I just can't win. The so competitiveness
0: <laughs> of the, of the Orlando children is oh yeah, next It is,
2: it, it is. It is. So, so, it'll be so
0: good. where we started this whole thing was this is the when was the last year you didn't kill a turkey?
2: Oh, I I don't know. I've killed turkeys since I started, so
0: every year, right? Except
2: every like- year, yeah. And I only hunted one time for myself this year. I and I hunted with my uh, with my dad. It really wasn't even supposed to be for me. It was just supposed to be for my dad. But um, he 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 couldn't care any less about killing a turkey. He just he goes to go with me because he wants to spend time with me. But he's not a hunter, and he doesn't care about it. So you know, we went, and you know, we came close. Well, the first day we went, he told my daughter she could kill she could kill the turkey. And, uh, if we got one it come in and, and we heard some birds, it just didn't work out. And then, uh, the second, uh, the second morning she didn't want to go. So I just went with my dad and, uh, and we went out there and I thought for sure I was going to kill one. I mean, I, that bird gobbled, I don't even know. I mean, it was ridiculous. Um, probably 150 times on the roost. It was insane. My dad just – every time he would gobble when I would call, my dad's eyes would just light up, and he would just smile like, I can't, I can't believe you're making that turkey do that. And I mean, he, at one point, he gobbled six times in a row. It was just like, you know, he just – I mean, I'd call, and he just gobbled six times. Just kept going, and he – you know, but he didn't want to kill it. So he was just – like I said, he's just – he just wants to spend time with me. So that was the only time I turkey hunted so, for myself so, this year. So
0: you didn't pull the trigger on a turkey. Best turkey season you've ever had?
2: Oh, yeah. Hands down. Hands down the best. And and I said that from the beginning. You know, even my buddies, we, we had talked about it, you know, after, you know, Dana killed. Even if even if just one of them had killed a turkey, not necessarily my wife because, um, you know, I, I knew it didn't really mean that much to her. Like, originally, I was probably – she it wouldn't matter if I killed the bird to her. I mean, you know, she wouldn't have cared, but uh, you know, if my daughter or my son had killed a Turkey, it didn't matter if I pulled the trigger that season at all or not. Just, you know, it didn't even matter if I went again, to be honest with you. I mean, I like Turkey hunting, but I'm so busy during the spring. I mean, I love it, but there's only so much you can do, man. I, I started doing, you know, sports photography for the little league up there and taking pictures for parents and doing that whole thing. And it's just, it's just, there's just not enough time in the day. So, but yeah, hands down, the best turkey season I've ever had. So, um, yeah, it's not over yet. I mean, we still got a week. I, you know, I am supposed to go with a couple other guys that had invited me, but it was kind of one of those things like people invite you to go do things and go. And I, I feel weird like calling them up and going, hey, you said we were going to go. You, you know, I, right. I just, you know, like if they reached out to me, any of them had, were like, hey, you want to go next weekend, I'd probably figure out a way that I could go one of the days and go. Just
0: squeeze uh, it in. But,
2: yeah exactly exactly so
0: well buddy thank you so much for telling us the story like that was pretty oh, good. no problem yeah like I, I just felt like that was such a cool for a guy of your accomplishment and we all know you as a photographer but you're, you're a pretty accomplished outdoorsman from a florida perspective and and for you to to not have shot a turkey yourself and have had the best season you've ever had i think speaks a lot to like what we should really be after out there in the woods
2: Oh yeah, definitely. I, there's nothing. There's nothing better than getting, um, getting, getting kids into the outdoors and just watching them enjoy it. I mean, it's it's awesome. And I mean, I, I know there's a whole lot of other fathers out there that do. That. I mean, you're you're one of them. I mean, that just get your kids outdoors. I mean, it's just they're definitely the future of uh, of hunting. And you just gotta instill it in them. You know the right the right values and things and uh, and it's just yeah there's just nothing better than watching the kids get out there and uh and and hunt i mean to be honest with you if i you know i don't kill another turkey until they're grown i'm i'm good with that too so
0: Eric, it's, where, uh, where can folks find you give them give them your instagram handles and all that stuff
2: all right so on instagram it's uh at six drakes photography so in between it's uh six underscore drakes underscore photography on instagram or uh on facebook at uh, eric orlando i'm i'm putting together a business page on facebook um and uh and a website but i'm still still working out all the kinks on that stuff so awesome um so hopefully i'll get it up and running soon
0: thanks for joining us brother
2: all right thank you thank you
0: Thanks for listening to Cast and Blast Florida Podcast. Serious outdoorsmen who don't take themselves too seriously. As always, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you can figure out how to do that. You can check out our store at castandblastfl.com. Click the shop link, or you can join us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. The very best thing you can do for us, though, is to invite someone else to listen to the show. Recruit us a new listener. We hope everyone has a great day and enjoy the dulcet tones of trail diver as They take you into your week.